0: What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here, and we welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down, episode number 67.3, and we're continuing our playthrough of Radiant Historia. Today I have with me Matt. Hello. And yeah, gonna continue on. Didn't play as much as I wanted to, which sounds like something I say every week. <laughs> but, um,.
1: We are in the thick of it.
0: We are. Uh, I just hit chapter three on both timelines, so according to the fact, that's halfway? Or maybe the end of chapter three is halfway. Yeah. Um, Trying to think where I should start. I will start
1: with the... Hang on, Zach, I gotta sneeze. <laughs> uh, it's better than... When I was in Memphis last week, man, I had to sneeze all the time. That's getting allergies. Dude, I just posted a picture of my azalea bushes
0: on Twitter. Everything is in bloom around here. Yep. And it is murder. But yeah, um, uh, last we left off, um, in the alternate timeline, uh, stock has, uh, got some revelations about Heiss, Heiss's, uh, Heiss, along with, uh, Hugo, General Hugo, were the ones who ordered the, uh, the ambush and the assassination attempt on Rosh. We had a big fight with Heiss. He escapes. We also escape. Now we're on the lookout trying to find Rosh so we can get him out of town because obviously they're going to try and finish the job. So uh Stock makes it to the infirmary meets up with uh Rosh there. Uh Rosh is coming around to he being healed, but his gauntlet cannot be saved is what um What is her name? Sonia. Sonia, thank you.
1: Sort of his his
0: nurse or doctor. Yeah. She's also like childhood friends of Stock and Rosh and seems like she has a crush on one of them. It or could, both of them, or both <laughs> of them. It seems like both of them. The um, stock's like, "Hey, we need to get out of here now," and he's like, "Look, I've got evidence showing that General Hugo set up the the attack on Rosh. So we need, and they they know that I know. So now they're kind of be coming after us. So um, as we're running out of town, Sonya's helping us. Sonya, he's like, "Sonya, you need to stay here and let us go." She's like, "Nope,
1: I'm the only person that can treat Rosh. We, uh, I need to stay with him." Yeah, I think they basically said we need to get to Viola at the Sand Fortress. She can, you know, that that's where we should hole up. Yeah. The
0: problem is, is that we can't make it to the Sand Fortress because, well, Rosh's condition—we'll never make it there in time—and Rosh could seriously die. So, uh, as we're uh, going through the Grand Plains, or no, we're not going through the Grand. It's the, the Lazarus Pills.
1: Yeah, which, which is one weird thing about, like, piecing this game together. Because, like, how many times have we been in these hills already?
0: Millions. <laughs>
1: yeah, millions.
0: <laughs> but, um, we're getting chased by none other than the, uh, Alistel soldiers ordered to capture us or kill us or whatever. Yeah, uh,
1: despite us being, what, Alistelian? Yeah. So- you would call it?
0: I'm sure Hugo probably said, oh, they're traitors. They're they're spies or something like that.
1: Yeah, for all we've done for this city.
0: So uh, Stock's like, look, take, take Rosh on down. I'll try and hold him off. So uh, we have a boss fight, but it's not really that hard. Uh, with against the guards? Against, against the guards.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of fights. So from here to where I played, there's a lot of non-boss fights that kind of feel like boss fights or like they could have been boss fights or if, if there was a reason to have like 20 generals in this game, you know, they could have all been boss fights because they're kind of set up like that. Like this is the last thing you can do before you escape the city. Yeah. You know, it feels like it's climactic.
0: And there's also the, – the enemies usually have bigger health bars. Yep. And – um they play the boss music, quote unquote, yeah, so um but we defeat those guys, and stock is defeating the crap out of everybody like there's there's at least like ten soldiers laying there, uh stock is uh injured as well as tired, and uh he passes out. we are then uh seen uh being discovered by. A, what looks like a beast man? I mean, this guy looks more like a beast man than the other ones we've ran into.
1: Yeah, so he's actually a different uh, race. Okay. So this is Gafka,
0: is his name? Gothica.
1: Gafka.
0: G-A-F-K-A. Gafka. Gafka, Gafka. Uh, I'm sure I will hear it
1: whenever uh, I get to it. Yeah, which is, again, one more thing that I've read. And so his race, is he's a a guttural or guttural. A guttural, but I haven't, I haven't heard that. I've only read it. So there's a lot of weird names and types in here that I don't know how to pronounce. Right. Uh, Stupid original version. Yeah.
0: He does have a voice. So he is a major player. Uh, the The thing is, is that not all the voice acting, not every, not every dialogue is voiced. If it's major characters, then they're voiced um if they're just like random soldiers stuff like that they just have like hey and then it has the... yeah yeah so um he uh discovers or finds uh stock passed out along with oct or is it yes oct a h t yeah the um the little girl uh, beast person that we knew from the standard timeline. And she's like, there he is. We need to get him. And he's like, I, don't I thought this sh-
1: was kind of funny. Cause didn't she not recognize him? Yeah. Yeah. So stock recognizes her, but she doesn't recognize him.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Cause she has technically hasn't met him in this timeline. Yep. Uh, so he, he picks up uh stock. And takes them to their town of Celestia. Yep. And uh, that is the end of chapter two for the alternate timeline. And I, I, we run, every time a chapter ends, we we end up back in Historia, and Tia and Tio and Lipty are there, and uh, they like. So it seems like you're still alive. He's like, "Where am I?" He's like, "Well, you'll find out when you wake up." Would you like to save your game? And that's.
1: That's where I saved right there. So I stopped there. Uh, I did go – I guess it looks like probably another 45 minutes past here. Okay. To where – To basically, and I got to the point, I think, where you can't go any farther yeah. in this timeline at the moment. Gotcha. But you do. It's interesting that I, – I don't know what's happening, but all, all of the common enemies get harder from here. Well, at least in the next 45 minutes or so mm-hmm. because you get sent back out to guess where the Liesville Hills – Oh boy. To here's your mission, clear out monsters. <laughs> and uh yeah, they're 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 more difficult now. To the point where I'm starting to like have to restock all of my consumables because every every 3 or 4 fights I'm basically using up 15, 18 health potions. Wow. So I yeah, I don't know, I might need to do a little grinding. Well, I'll tell you what.
0: If you're playing the perfect chronology version, I have I have so many health regular health potions that restore 50 hit points that
1: I can't carry anymore. Uh, yeah, I guess I should use those up. I have those as well, but I don't use them because a lot of the enemies, sort of in the next section, are hitting for 90 at a time, so you can't even keep yourself alive using those.
0: Yeah, I use those for after a battle and just like. Click, 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 click to fill up my health.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I need to do. Yeah. Uh,
0: Thanks to the Vault of Time, which I did spend a little bit of time here, uh, I went and collected a bunch of those um, tradable things. And just instead of hitting up to increase the amount of health potions I want, I just hit down once, and it said 56. and (laughs) And I clicked it. And got 56 of them, and I tried to buy another one. It says, You cannot carry any more of these. Oh. So I have 99 health potions. And, uh, I don't think I'm gonna be running out anytime soon. And if I do, I'm gonna go right back to the vault of time.
1: Yeah, I'm not okay. allowed in the vault.
0: It's so nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I stopped there. Uh, and said, let me finish the chapter two of the standard timeline.
1: Oh, and this is going all the way back. This is going pretty far back. Uh, because for me, I played this before our first recording. Because I I, I played farther in the standard timeline. maybe, uh, Maybe just another hour. But this section, like going back to... I think probably where you're going back to is when we were in we had to go sneak into the cat into the castle yeah so we had to go through the sewers yeah yeah th- i did this so long ago yeah so
0: um before i get into that though let me talk about the possible timelines that i've done mm-hmm. there were 3 in my this play session that have opened up to me and i've noticed something uh the first thing i noticed was that there are I'm now getting multiple at a time, so it's not like, oh, she's got a new quest for me. Now she's got two new quests for me. Um, one of them is just a standard quest. The other one has a... It, ha- it has a symbol next to it, so you get to select like the title of the quest or whatever. It has a symbol of a key next to it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> the one with the key... Took much longer to do. I actually had to go through kind of like a little dungeon. Uh, so most of these alternate timeline quests that I'm doing, or not alternate, but, um, possible timeline quests that I'm doing, is usually a cutscene. I don't even move my character, and then I get to either a boss fight I have to do, or, you know, solve a puzzle of some sort. And then that's it. Uh, so. <laughs> Xeno Gears so, disc two, kinda. So um, let's just start with the one with the key. The possible timeline where uh, I have to go to the um, God. Uh, it wasn't the hills; it's the plains. The 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 Grand Plains. Grand Plains, yeah. And it's during the mission where Rosh gets ambushed um, and then we had to go back to Alistair and, and you know, lead, leading into the alternate timeline. Okay. But there's a big twist. Instead of Rosh going to the Grand Plains and Viola staying back, Viola has went to the Grand Plains. Ooh. She's also took Kiel with him, with her. And we get messages saying Viola has been outnumbered. So Rosh and Stock are like, okay, we're going to go send troops and help. When we get there, it's the exact same scene that Rosh was there with that guy like Panzer or whatever his name is. Panzerville? Pizen Pison, Pison yeah. whatever. Um, he's there. He's He's got the you know the order saying, you know, kill somebody in the ambush. Um, Viola and Keel are there and they're trying to hold everybody off. Keel says, All right, I'll, you guys help out here. I'm gonna go distract the other guys. And we're like Uh-oh. no, don't go. <laughs> um because we know what happens. Um and Stock's like, God, I can't save him here either. So we have a big boss fight with him. We're able to save Viola, we're able to save Rosh is obviously there, he's helping us. And um we get the artifact from the guy, the the boss that we killed. And we go back to where kill is and kill's still alive. And Stock rushes in and kills a bunch of enemies and is like, good to see you're still okay. And uh, we walk back to uh, where Viola is. Viola, she's like, I'm sorry I disobeyed your orders, but I wanted to make sure everybody made it out all right. And Stock makes the you know, as he's getting teleported back to, uh, what's her names? Ship. I can't remember. Well, well the girl who's doing the possible timeline stuff, uh, he says, I can actually save kill. And he's like, I'm going to find a way to save you in the other timeline. Nemesia. Nemesia, Thank you. Uh, so <laughs> it could be, it's Nemesia. Um, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So Stock has he, – he he's made the commitment of I'm going to try and save Keel. I don't know how he's going to do that yet. But he's like, okay, if I can save him in this possible timeline, I can save him in the real timelines.
1: So that brings up an interesting point. Do you have any kind of a philosophy when it comes to making these decisions? So I – I know somebody sent in a letter that said it seemed obvious which one was the right choice. I haven't felt that way yet. I I basically never really know. I mean e- either one, yeah, depending I guess whether I'm having an optimistic day or a pessimistic day, I'm like, oh, either of these could work out fine or, man, either of these are going to lead to death. And uh, So do you have any – any? how do you make your decision as to which one you're going to pick? Honestly, I just make a decision, and
0: if it leads to a bad ending, I then say, "Well, that wasn't the right one. I go back to the next one.
1: uh, so you don't pick like a preferred one first or this is the one I hope is the right one because this is what I would do That I mean that's that's yeah, that's what I do, and if it's right, then
0: it's right. yeah, like i don't I don't see I don't see a choice that I make, and it continues on. And then if I go back and and try the other choice, it continues on from there either. I don't see it doing that. Yeah. Usually there's a right answer and there's a wrong one. The wrong one usually leads to, you know, uh, a a summary of what happened in the the coming days and you get game over.
1: Yeah. I, I guess I mean more in world. Like I feel like a lot of times when I'm looking at these decisions, it comes down to follow the orders we were given or. Do something rash that seems like it's the right thing to do, and they're both, you know, in in each of their own ways, they're both kind of the right choice, right? If you since since at that point you don't know what the outcome is.
0: I mean, I I typically just choose the one I think's right. You know, I, I think, you know, what would Stock do? Yeah, I'd do it like that.
1: It also it also brings up you know we talked a little bit about the timelines. I think it's interesting how you know if if stock is trying to decide all right I can go back and fix this in the in the right timeline. You don't often see like branching branching choices like this where there's only two timelines right. Usually at any given point there'd be two timelines, so you'd end up with two and then four and then eight and then sixteen. Do you think that's only to keep the narrative somewhat on track, or do you think it's due to technical limitations, or do you think it's a active choice to have a theory of time travel that only has two parallel timelines?
0: Well, that's the thing, and I think I, I don't think it's a limitation. I think it is that's the story of this game. Is that there's just two timelines. But with the perfect chronology version it's explained by um, Nemesia that there's more than just two timelines. Because we, oh, right, right. I have I have ran into so many different ones. She's like, you know, like the, the the perfect example was she was like, you know, we're out in space on, on a freaking ship. And she's like, you see all those stars? Those are all different
1: timelines. So I guess in the theory of this world, every choice would lead to a different timeline. But in this game, we're only playing two of those? Yeah, that's what I'm guessing.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I'm, I'm playing more, but you're playing just two. Yeah. Um, the – let's see here. There are two other ones that I did. One of them uh, was uh, whenever we rushed to get to Rosh and they brought out the thaw machines. Oh, yep. Yeah. Um, the thaw machines haywired and started attacking their own troop. Uh, we run into, um, the guy who made them, uh, fennel. And he is also going haywire because he is half robotic. So this is, he is. Yeah. Huh? (laughs) I did not know that. So my interactions with him, yeah, he is half robotic. um, and so we keep, we're trying to talk to him. And he's just saying just random stuff, like, like that. That's what he sounds like. And so we have the option of either hitting him, smacking him around to knock him out of it, or trying to reset him. Uh, if we try to reset him, which is the correct answer, uh, stock's like, I don't know how to reset this guy. Like, there's, there's tons of buttons on him. I don't know. So. This is the first time in a possible timeline where I actually have to go to the other timelines
1: and find something, and then come back. Mm. Was this in one of it? Was it in the key you said? In the key mission? No, this was
0: not a key mission. Oh, really? Yeah, the key mission was the one I just talked about. So um, I actually have to travel back to the beginning. Uh, where, uh, like way before Rosh asked us to join his brigade. And I, uh, go to, uh, to Fennel and I ask him, Hey, how do you reboot yourself? And he's like, I can't tell you that.
1: So is Fennel like cyborg or Android? he's He's a cyborg. So he's like, like Robocop basically.
0: I, I don't think he has a body like no f- no flesh and blood body, no no, he has a head um that's flesh, but his body it's like his head is connected to like he looks like on the battlefield like when he was walking around, he looks like a friggin slug, <laughs> he looks like a robotic slug with a head of a human,
1: it's okay. so strange and, looking, and random aside, was Dr. Robotnik at all human? Yeah. Or was he just a robot?
0: No, Dr. Robotnik. Or was he,
1: is he just purely human? He's purely human. Even his legs? Pretty sure. Hmm. I always thought he had robotic legs.
0: I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure Dr. Robotnik was just pure human. He was just like a mad scientist. Oh. Kind of like Dr. Yeah. Wiley.
1: Yeah, his legs aren't robotic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Uh, we, uh, as we're leaving his office, one of his assistants comes out and is like, "Hey, I, he, I know where he keeps the information. To where you know where he he can reset himself. So we go look in the infirmary and we find using our hidden ability, find hidden item ability, we find the documents, and uh, we find out the password is it's, it's fourteen fourteen. So we travel back to the possible timeline where he's going haywire. We reset him, which we have to choose 1414. <laughs> there are three other options, two of which are bad endings, and one is is, is just incorrect. Did um, you do them? No. I, I saw it in a fac. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so um I reset him, and he's like, oh, okay, thanks. And he's like, I, I can go fix these thaw machines now. And um he, he actually gives us the artifact he said he was trying to install a disc into his body that he found. He thought that may be able to uh he could get some information off of it. And the disc is the artifact. So we take that back to Nemesia. And uh let's see here. The final one, let's see if I can remember it. I can't even really remember it. Um Crap, Let me bring up my history here because I did look at it. Here we go. Oh, right. I remember now. Um, the promise beyond time. We uh, uh it's a faint. She gets a faint reading of a of a uh, artifact, so she decides to go with stock this time.
1: Sequel to Land Before Time?
0: <laughs> Probably. Uh, she, uh, When we get there, we're actually in Grand Org, outside of the bar. Uh, we go inside the bar, and there is a merchant there, a shady merchant, who's trying to sell us a, uh, a necklace. He said the locket used to be on it, but um, we don't know where it is. But you can still buy the necklace. The necklace has a faint reading of an artifact but that's not the artifact she's the message says i believe that the, the locket itself is the artifact she's like uh so let's go to the um let's go to the grand Org libraries and see if we can find out something the grand Org libraries which is inside the castle of grand Org, uh we get in there and uh we go to the library, and she's like, "I know exactly where this is supposed to be. This is the locket that the original prince of Granorg, the 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 one that started Granorg, he it was his." And uh, according to historians, we know where he keeps it it's in the library. It's not there. She's like, "Oh no, where's that?" And so we have to go to another timeline to make sure it's there. So we go back to where we're sneaking. Uh, We haven't got there in in the podcast, but where we're sneaking in the castle. And instead of going and sneaking by all the guys, we actually go to the library. And there is a soldier there stealing the locket. He sees us and is like, oh, I I promise I wouldn't steal anything. And he puts it back. (laughs) So then we go back to the possible timeline and the locket's there. And we actually get a little bit of a history lesson from Nemesia. So um, the original king who started Grand Org, he, uh, well, I can't talk about it unless we talk about what happens in the standard timeline. (laughs) Um, I'll come back to that. So let's cut back to the standard timeline. Uh, where I left off was, uh, we got our mission. Our mission was to assassinate the princess, Princess Eulika?
1: Y- Eruka? Eruka? E-R-U-C-A? Erika. 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 Erica. Yeah, it works.
0: Yeah. Um, and we're like, why don't we just assassinate the queen? She's the one with all the power. mm mm-hmm. They're like, well, we don't know, but we, orders are orders. We're going to have to find a way to get into the castle and assassinate her. So we run around town, uh, eventually make it to the bar. Uh, the bar, back behind the bar, it smells really bad, and we can't figure out why. So we go into the bar. Everybody there is acting kind of weird and shady. And uh, we hear from a Grand Org, or it, it, was it a Grand Org soldier? It might have been somebody. It was a patron at the bar or somebody saying that, yeah, there's a there's a sewer um entrance behind the bar. So we're able to go back to the sewer or go to the sewer entrance and that leads into the castle. Now this was actually a relatively long little dungeon here.
1: Yeah, and there haven't been a ton of these. Not really. It's mostly just been travel on the overworld maps. So you kind of know you know you're going here A to B to C all right now we're in Grand Org, or now we're in the Sandcastle, for Sand Fortress. So this one was m- kind of more clearly a dungeon. Even if it's not much longer than a bunch of the Lasville Hills put together. Matt? No.
0: Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. I was sitting here talking the whole time. Um shit. What was I saying? I I heard you type, I was like, Matt, are you talking or what? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but uh God, what was it I don't even know where I left off. What was the last thing you heard me say?
1: Um basically said, you know, it it's really the the one that feels most dungeon esque. Right.
0: So Oh, what I should have said was that we ran into those bandits, the desert crows, the desert crows that we fought before. Um, we run into them again. They're going into the, uh, the castle to still loot and they're like, we don't care if you come along or not, but just stay out of our way. So we're following them. They're kind of like going through it. Um, I actually ran into another person. I ran into a little girl in here. Did you run into her? Yep. A little girl named Claire. Yeah. Uh, she needs help. She wants to get out of the sewer, so we lead her back out of the sewer. and She gives us a
1: package. Yeah, I was going to ask if you actually did that, because for a second I was like, I don't have time for this nonsense. Find your own way out. And then I was like, Uh ah, it's not often that we meet strangers here, yeah." so might as well help her. So,
0: yeah, I took her back to the entrance, got her out. She gave me a package. We can't open it yet.
1: I don't know why. Yeah, I actually have three things in that category. I have a couple other things I can't really use or access. Yeah. So, um, uh, going through the
0: uh, sewer, we f- we eventually make it to in- inside the ba- what it looks like the dungeon of the castle.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I thought it was.
0: And um, we uh, we run into the bandits again. They they're already out, and they're like, okay. We're gonna go get some, uh, go steal some stuff. That's what we do. And so, uh, as we're uh, as we're going down the hallway, we hear those two idiots get captured immediately. <laughs> yep. Like, great! Now they're on high alert. How are we supposed to do this? To which I realized this was a stopping point. Yep. Um. It seems well, like
1: yeah. You, you don't know that at first, though. There's two. Two choices.
0: Yeah, there's the choice of either going in, guns blazing, and just trying yeah, to force our way using,
1: through. Using stock as a decoy while uh, Rainey and Marco go assassinate Erica. Yeah. Or try to go through with stealth. Right.
0: Did you choose the decoy option?
1: I did. What happens? Uh. St- Doc fights a bunch of them. He does escape, just barely, but he's heavily wounded. Uh, Rainey and Marco are unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. Or no, they, they actually, well, you don't know. They get captured. And then they get charged with assassinating the princess. But what they find out later is that the date doesn't match up. Like the date that they were captured, I don't know if maybe she was killed the day after or the day before, but they make a point of saying that somebody else killed the princess. Uh, Rainy and Marco are just locked up. I, I, I don't remember if they're executed or not, but then apparently Granor gets super upset about it. You know, knows that Rainy and Marco and Stock are from Alastel, so the war intensifies, and then that's basically where it ends.
0: Nice. So that's the bad ending. <laughs> um, but if you choose to do stealth, we're like, well, we can't sneak past all these guys. So how how do we do this? And this is a stopping point. Uh, it just so happens I didn't have to stop here because I'd already learned the ability um, in the alternate timeline.
1: Yeah, I hadn't. Also, this was before I had some of the nuances of the game figured out. So... When I failed at this using stock as the decoy, I went back to replay, and then thought I had to go through all of the sewers again.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I was like, "You got to be kidding me! I don't want to play through the sewers again." Sewers, like, notoriously, are a shitty place to be. I never like sewer levels. <laughs> I don't want to do this again. And then, you know, I played for about ten minutes, and then I'm like, "Oh wait, I think I could just time travel." so i went because there's a there's a point after you get out of the sewers that ends up being a well i maybe it was just the decision point so i I played throughout half the sewers and then just leapt forward that's like oh thank god
0: yeah if only i had more time (laughs) what what am i talking about i have a freaking time machine but uh yeah there's your there's your back to the future reference I, i squeeze one in every uh episode Requirement. Yeah, it's a requirement. But, um, so yeah, uh, I had already got this ability. So the ability that we need is the, uh, I, I don't know. I'll call it shadow step, whatever. Um, it's the ability where you turn invisible while walking around the field. Um, basically you turn invisible and every, it's every couple of steps. It, it drains one mana. Mm. And if you run out of mana, then you become visible again. Uh, we learned this ability from fighting Heiss in the alternate timeline because Heiss has the uncanny ability to basically phase in and out of existence. It seems yep. like,
1: and we basically learned this after just seeing it once. Yeah.
0: And Heiss is all like, "Oh man, he's something special. That's my boy. <laughs> so, um, we're able to basically turn invisible Walk past all the guards. We make it outside and we're like, okay, where is the princess? We gotta find her. Luckily we see her going from a balcony into a room and we're like, hey, we could sneak into that room off the, off the balcony. So we climb up, we get onto the balcony, we go inside and Stock's like, wait a minute, she's not here. Where'd she go? And he's like, this doesn't feel right. Something's up. And he's like, oh, we got to get out of here right now. This is a trap.
1: Yeah, because even before that, they were like, oh, this place is really quiet. Yeah.
0: So, um. They sprung a trap for us. Uh. We don't exactly know who sprung this trap.
1: Yep. And they also must not know at this point that yeah. Stock likes to murder whole bunches of people. <laughs> like, many times, like, he's gone on, like, slaughtering sprees. And then they're just ambushing him with a bunch of guards. Well, you know, spoiler, that doesn't work.
0: Yeah. So uh, we get attacked, have a quote-unquote pseudo-boss fight, Um, and then we're on the run. We got to get out of here. So uh, we have to go back through the castle, and I was like, I don't feel like doing this. If I want to level up, I'll do the vault of time. I'm going to shadow step this. (laughs) And so (laughs) I just ran right past everybody. They didn't even see me. We make it back to the, uh, to the exit, basically going back to the sewers and it's been blocked off
1: as part of the trap.
0: Yeah. And they're like, Oh man, they knew, they knew exactly how we came in. They knew exactly how we were going to leave. So whoever is, whoever set this trap knew everything but luckily there's a guy who comes shows up and he's like hey come with me
1: it does his own murdering doesn't like because we get ambushed back in the uh in like the dungeon area and then basically lights flash and then all the guards are dead
0: i don't know if they're dead if more they are he said hold your knocked breath out. yeah knocked out oh yeah 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 he's like hold your breath and i guess he he threw like a sleeping bomb or something He's like, all right, you need to come with me. He's like, honestly, I don't care if you do come with me, but I'm, I've am i been ordered to get you guys out of here.
1: And I'm leaving, so yeah. come if you want.
0: <laughs> so we follow him, and uh, we end up back at the bar. Uh, there's been a, apparently another secret passage <laughs> that leads to the bar. Like termites, these people are. I know. Uh, after making it back to the bar, um, there's a bunch of people here. Um and they're basically part of the resistance against the Granorg royal family regime. Uh, the guy who got us, what was his name? Otto? Otto. Yeah, Otto. And, uh, there's a couple other people along with a hooded person. And I'm pretty sure everybody can guess who that is. Takes off the hood and look, it's the princess. And she tells us that she's part of the resistance going against her stepmother, the queen. So, uh, Patea. P- Potea. What is her name? Queen Patea? Pro- Protea? I think, I'm think i pretty sure it's Protea. Protea? Yeah. Ah. That's just how they say it. Damn. Queen Protea. And she's like, I'm going against her because, well, she's evil. But more importantly, she's the reason why the desertification has been happening. Ooh. It has been expanding. You didn't know this?
1: No, I, I stopped. Basically, when I got to the bars where I ended this timeline.
0: Oh, sorry. Should I stop?
1: No, that's that's fine. I'll be there within an hour or two.
0: Okay. Right. Not, even real an time. An, not even an hour or two. Um, no, I mean real, real time. Oh, real time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh so she goes on a little history lesson. Um Granorg is the uh descendants of the original uh civilization. This ancient civilization experimented with a certain type of magic that uh drained mana from the world. And it began the desertification. Now, there is a ritual that the royals of Granorg can do that stops the desertification. It can't stop it, but it does stop it from happening. The problem is is that it has to be done by a royal. It has to be done by somebody with the bloodline. Queen Potea is not of the bloodline. She was a commoner that married into it and after the king died, she took over and now the the ritual doesn't get done.
1: So Erica's what,
0: fifty fifty? Uh I guess no, it's her stepdaughter. It's, it's, so oh. she's she's full. Gotcha. And she's like, Look, I have to do this ritual in order to stop the desert, desertification from spreading more. That's the reason why this whole war started. And I can't do that when Queen Patea is still in power. So she tells Stock, I need your help with this. And Stock's like, well, where do we fit in on all this? He's like, well, we can't talk about it now. Cause there's like a guard comes in and is looking for them and they're like, you know, have you seen these people? And then they're like, no. It's like, all right, bye. And, and I mean, it's, it's more than that, but you know. Thorough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she's like, all right, well, we've talked enough here. Let's, let's talk again. Just remember you guys need to get out of town because they're looking for you. But, um, just remember that this is what we want. We want you on our side. Uh, she also says that if we don't slow down and stop the desertification, it will take us over in 10 years. The entire world. It's not a lot of time, no. And uh, that's it. Um, after that little cutscene, they tell us to go to a city uh, east of Granorg, and um, it you get teleported back to Historia, and uh, Tio and Liptier like, Would you like to save your progress? Hmm. And I saved and now both timelines are currently starting chapter 3 and that's where i stopped
1: okay yeah i got a little a little farther on the alternate history timeline but just just here in this one
0: i'll be doing that soon enough but yeah there are no emails let me double check
1: just to make sure so so what are your thoughts on it? Do you have any predictions or how are you feeling about the the game? Are you into it or Yeah. What do you think?
0: I'm definitely into it. Um I like the whole let's do this timeline for a couple hours and then switch over to the other one. It seems like I am stopping right before I hit a roadblock. Yeah. So I don't actually see the roadblock <laughs> until it actually until I'm like there and I'm like, "Oh, I already have this ability." yeah so i I like it a lot. It's great um the like, once again, the perfect chronology version is the way to go. I feel like I, I wouldn't say I'm overpowered for any of my boss fights, but um I haven't had much difficulty, especially after learning of the vault of time. I'm able to go in there and probably grind out one or two levels. And then just continue on.
1: Yeah, I'd say about the same. I haven't really died, but I also, most of the fights have been, like, I'm using up a lot of potions to stay alive. So, it seems just about right, I guess.
0: I'll tell you one thing I've learned. Enemy scan is your best friend. Mm, I have not even used it once. Use it, I'm telling you. It's like once you find out its weakness and you use it, it makes the fights go by so much faster. It feels, oh, like, it feels like you're wasting a turn with Marco when you do that, but it, it actually helps out.
1: But um, I was going to start complaining. The one thing I wanted to do was complain about how awful it is to have Oct in your party. Why is that? Because she's so weak. Have you equipped
0: her with anything better?
1: Uh, yes. I haven't really gone out searching for anything specifically, but I gave her the best of what I had.
0: Have you switched out your party members, or have you always just had Rainy and Marco?
1: Well, just Rainey and Marco until the points where they force you to use other people. I gotcha.
0: I feel like I'm going to end up hitting a roadblock because those characters haven't leveled up as much as Rainy and Marco. Hmm. So, Randy and Marco and Stock. Stock's a little bit higher than Randy and Marco, but we're both around, like, level 27, 26,
1: 27. That's that's about where I am. I've got Stock is 28, and the other two are 26.
0: Yeah, while Rosh and uh, Oct
1: are, like, level
0: 14, 15.
1: You know what I've seen, though? I've seen characters not in my party. A message will pop up that says, this person leveled up.
0: Yeah, they're still getting experience points. They're getting—they're not getting as much
1: though. Yeah, so they must just be getting a fraction. They are. Yeah,
0: and one great thing about this game is that even if, let's say, Marco dies in a battle, he still gets experience points at the end of it. Does he? He doesn't for me. Oh really? They changed that in the Perfect Chronology
1: version. Uh, they must have, because the reason my uh, the reason Rainy and Marco are twenty six is because they've each been dead for, like, two fights at the end of it. Wow. Before, now, I, I basically play where I'll leave them dead. <laughs> if I don't need them, I'll leave them dead, and then just revive them right before the end. Yeah, that they changed that then. Oh, yeah. Because I've ended been, I've
0: been the fight with just stock alive, and at the end of the fight, like, Rainey and Marco level up.
1: Oh, yeah, because that's the only reason they're below stock at the moment, is because there were those early fights where I didn't, Know how they were going to divvy out uh, XP, and when they were dead, they didn't get any. And I said, "All right, well,
0: we'll stop doing that." Well, let me ask you this: when when they die in combat, and you and you finish the combat, did they come back with one hit point. Yep. Okay. At least they still have that. Because if I had to constantly use like Phoenix Downs, or or was it
1: just um, to get them back? Yeah. yeah, just
0: to get them back. That's so annoying.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, good. I have. I did have at least one fight, though, where <laughs> they came back with one hit point, and then I just kept going and got into the next fight, and they died immediately.
0: Immediately, yeah. That's, uh, that's always fun. Yeah. But, yeah, that's it for us. Uh, if you'd like to send an email, and I please wish you would, it's uh, drew at ztgd.com. You can tweet to us. I'm at DMLFury. Matt is at R-E-M-G-S. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Um, yeah, send us some emails. We had a couple about this. Let us know how we're doing. But, uh, yeah, I got nothing else. <laughs> we're going to keep playing. We'll finish this game eventually. I promise. But, um, yeah, that's it. Unless you have anything, Matt.
1: No, the only other thing I wanted to talk about was more time travel. Oh, yeah. And, you know, do you think they could make a game like this where every branch led to a different timeline? I guess it wouldn't be a game like this, but could they make an RPG? Maybe it would be more of a choose-your-own-adventure. Maybe there'd be more dead ends. But could you even tell a cohesive story if the branches kept getting further and further away from each other? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'd be very ambitious. I would say the only thing I've seen that, that, like, yeah, I mean, as diverse as that would be Alpha Protocol.
1: Yeah, well, it's always that and Heavy Rain I come back to when I think of choice. Yeah. And so, like, I was thinking about Heavy Rain the other day and I was, because of, uh, some of the new Detroit Become Human stuff that I saw at, at PAX East. Yeah. And, uh, you know i was just kind of thinking like what if what if they set it up in a way that it wasn't a binary you figure out who the killer is or you don't but you know you know depending on the way that different different media uses time travel or however you would want to call it branching branching pathways i mean could you just have a murderer be part of the story and, you know, it could be any one of 10 different characters, depending on, you know, the choices that were made, which lead you, led you to a different timeline where instead it was this other guy that did the murder. I don't even know if you could do that or if it would just end up being so random and you wouldn't be able to bake in the sort of the history or the rationale to warrant somebody being a murderer. If If, if the branches are getting so far apart from each other. I don't know. That'd be a hard one. It would be a hard one.
0: I don't even know that one. That would be who?
1: Because you might not necessarily need the force. Like this game really forces you to move between the two. Like that's, you know that that's an essential part of this game is forcing you to go from one timeline to the other. What if you loosened that restriction and just had thing? You know, I I guess it would come down to the issue of most people wouldn't see ninety percent of the game, and then you know how much effort have you wasted? If all those paths don't ever get explored by a person. That's true. And Um, maybe the complaint is, well, this was a three-hour game. It sucked. I don't
0: know. That's the the big hurdle you run into. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be a hell of an ambitious title, though.
1: I wonder if you could do it kind of low-res, not maybe a Telltale style instead of like luscious open-world style. Yeah.
0: This make it keep completely story-driven kind of thing?
1: Yeah. Uh, maybe that's what Steins Gate is. Maybe I just can't get away from the idea of Steins Gate. <laughs> I need to play that game at some point.
0: Maybe one day. Yeah. When I retire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I think we're going to end it there, though. Uh, I appreciate everybody listening. Uh we uh we're going to keep pushing forward. I'm trying I'm I'm putting in my mind when we're going to finish this game. We may be able to finish it in what? Probably four more recordings.
1: Yeah, four more. I was thinking three if we were dedicated, but yeah, three or four I would imagine. Yeah.
0: I'd say uh, you know what? We may finish it right before my wedding. <laughs> so, there you go. Nice little wedding present for myself. I finished Radiant Historia. But,
1: and now I've got something new. <laughs> and now I've got something and now ha- I now have a marriage.
0: Now, and now I've got something else. I have the ultimate RPG.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, that's it for us. We're going to get out of here. Until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we're gone. You guys have a great week. We'll be back next week with the continuation of Radiant Historia.